We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're part of the Blue Iron Network. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. As always, I'm here with Jason Patton. Jason, the Bulls 2022-2023 schedule is out now. While it might be sort of lame to celebrate schedule release day, uh, it is also sort of cool to see the whole schedule laid out. The sort of drip by drip way that the schedule is released ridiculous can be pretty frustrating annoying <laughs> ridiculous but now that the whole thing's out we're going to talk about some of our main takeaways and anyone who's listened to this podcast for a long time will remember that last year when the schedule was released jason and i went game by game and went win loss win loss win 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 loss and we actually did pretty good i think you had the bulls at 50 wins i had 50 which was way, way, way higher than the national consensus at the time when DeMar DeRozan was the worst signing of the of free agency, yada, yada, yada. I think I had 45. So you were and almost right on the mark. Yeah. Bulls were 46, yeah. right? So we're going to do it again. But let's just start with some big picture takeaways, yeah. Jason. I know that you've got some. You've been you've been tweeting about it. So uh, just first thing that pops to mind when you saw this bowl schedule. Yeah. Uh, so the end of it again, like last season, obviously we know the bulls had a brutal end of their season and it showed up in their record. Obviously they had some injuries and all that kind of stuff they're dealing with. They were getting their ass kicked routinely. Uh, that's basically that blat those last 20 games of the season. And here we go last about 14 games, more like this time, uh, or about the, whatever it's about the last month, just absolutely brutal. Once again, starting, uh, with March 17th, they have a back-to-back Minnesota, Miami. Those are at home, but still, that's a really tough back-to-back. The Timberwolves are good. They got Rudy Gobert. Miami, obviously, Miami, one of the best teams in the East, almost made the NBA Finals this season. Jimmy Butler, that's a back-to-back. Then they play Philly, Philly, back not a back-to-back, but they play them two games in a row. Then they go on the road to play Portland on the road in L.A. 
on the road the next night against the Clippers. They come back from the play the Lakers again. So their two Lakers matchups happened in three days in March. Then on the road in Charlotte, Memphis, Atlanta, and then a back-to-back in Milwaukee at Dallas, and then home against Detroit, which to finish the season, which we'd hope would be an easier matchup. That's on a Sunday, a matinee game. But I mean, out of those 14 games that are to close the season, that's a bunch of really good teams. Obviously, if you We'll see how the late the Lakers are by the end of the season there. But I mean, if they're rolling, if they're actually good this year, like the tough game. So like another really tough close of the season uh, for the Bulls. So if they are battling for playoff spots, battling for a play in or the top six, uh, they're going to have to win some games here and not do what they did last year when they're getting their ass beat every basically every other night. Uh, the other big takeaways that I noticed were the start of the year. They got a few back to backs. Uh, like right away, first weekend, back-to-back, second weekend, back-to-back, and then another back-to-back basically the next week, and then another back. So they have like four back-to-backs in the first, uh, was it three, four, in the first basically month here, first three weeks or so. And that's part of just the, an entire schedule full of back-to-backs. They are tied for the most, uh, I think it's 15 back-to-back, something like that, something like that uh, tied with, I think, four other teams with the most back-to-backs. And then there's the great website, uh, I think it's Positive Residual. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, they do good schedule analysis that includes, like, uh, miles traveled, stuff like that, and then, like, uh, the rest advantage games, rest disadvantage games. Bulls have a bunch of rest disadvantage games, which, like, just comparatively, they're resting versus the other team. They have 12 of those that's tied for second most in the NBA and then rest advantage games. Uh, they only have eight, which is uh, basically in the top, whatever, bottom 10, top 10, whatever you want to call it. So uh, I know like whatever, everyone plays 82 games uh, and you play whatever your division four times you play. And basically everyone, we play this bunch of the a similar schedule as all the other teams in terms of playing of teams, but the way it's actually laid out, a lot of back-to-backs, the ending is really tough. You got a bunch of back-to-backs to start. And obviously with the Lonzo situation, like not ha- like, are they going to be playing Lonzo in back-to-backs early in the season? I don't know about that. Is he going to be playing at all in this season? So uh, I know I also saw with like the miles travel thing, they were like middle of the pack there, but overall, like a relatively tough schedule uh, for the bulls here uh, adds to just another interesting layer. So Ricky, what did you, uh, what did you do your takeaways from this schedule? Yeah, I, you know, I think you highlighted it on Twitter of just like the rest advantage versus the rest disadvantage games for the Bulls. They're going to be at a disadvantage rest rest wise 12 times this season, second most in the league, and they will be an advantage rest a rest advantage eight times. So and that's among the lowest in the league. So that's tough. Uh, It reminds me a little bit of last year's schedule, just with like the murderers row at the end of the year. I think that that is going to be you know, a position where the Bulls are going to want to have a little bit of a cushion. It certainly helped keep them out of the playing tournament last year when the injuries started stacking up, the schedule got tough. In general, I'm not going to make any like huge sweeping takeaways out of the schedule. We're playing 82 games like always. You're playing your division opponents four times. You're playing the opposite conference two times. You'll get to see every team in the league come through the United Center. Uh. But, you know, seeing everything laid out like this, it it, it does make you think like, man, this is going to be a, a difficult season for the Bulls just because there's a lot of teams that are like going for it. And there's a lot of teams that are going to be really good. Not a lot of off nights. And even some of the bad teams like the Pistons who, you know, you hope the Bulls ideally sweep them. The Pistons right. will maybe get one or two. 
uh, or, you know, some of these, some of these other poor teams, like they're still pretty talented. And I don't think that there's going to be a lot of games that the bulls can just cakewalk to a victory. So uh, you hope DeMar is up for what he did last year. If he slips 5%, okay. He's still going to be a pretty awesome player. I think that that's probably a, a reasonable expectation for DeMar. Like he was so good in the clutch last year. Uh, that it's tough to expect him to maintain that same level, especially now he's 33. Uh, but, you know, you hope the Bulls have a little extra health in that gives him a boost on that end. So we'll see, man. Just looking at the schedule, I'm just thinking, like, this is going to be a tough year. And my snap judgment is probably that the Bulls are going to be a few games over 500 in a, in a most likely scenario. Yeah, I mean, I think... My, Vegas has them like I think 43 and a half 43 is what I've seen from some of the books lately uh that has come up because they they were first the first uh projections had them like 41 and a half I think betters are betting that up a little bit uh but I think that's I mean that's that's about fair 44 45 46 wins around last season uh sounds about right a uh, few other things you mentioned the Pistons the Bulls play the Pistons. I believe it's in Paris on January 19th this season uh, because they play the, the Warriors on January 15th. Kind of funny. They played the Warriors on January 14th last year. That was the game I went to. They lost by 40. They play home at the against the Warriors on a Sunday matinee. And then they fly out to France to play Detroit like four days later. So they have a, that's like an interesting week where they play a game on Sunday at home against the Warriors. They play Detroit in Paris on a Thursday. And then they don't play again until... Uh, the next Monday. So that's going to be an interesting part of their schedule. And that, that is probably one of the reasons why they have so many back-to-backs was they had to work in this huge Paris trip for them. Uh, and they had to work all around that. So that was interesting. And then I, f- I can't believe I didn't lead off with this. The TNT bulls will be back for one game in this regular season, February 16th. Uh, it's the game right before all-star weekend. They are home game against the Milwaukee bucks. Unfortunately, it's also going to be the second night of a back-to-back, a theme here, all these back-to-backs. They play in Indiana the night before, but uh, the TNT Bulls are back. And if you have not been paying attention to that, the Bulls haven't played, have had one of these games since 2017. I know Cody, our guy Cody Wesselin has been all over this as well, and he just tweeted about it. But I was one of the first people who uh, kind of found this streak where the Bulls have won 20 straight home regular season TNT games. but they since since they traded Jimmy, they have not had any of those games the last four years, and they didn't or the last five years. They didn't have one last year either. They finally get one of those games this season. Uh, it's against the Bucks, and it's at uh, and it's on the second of a back to back. So it's going to be a really tough challenge to uh, keep the streak going. But uh, if you, I did, I wrote an article on this. I think I had a blog a while back. They have faced some crazy odds and won some crazy ass games, which kind of which makes the streak like all the more improbable. They've won all these games against like really good teams and with health and rest disadvantages, and they've still pulled them out. So it'll be a huge test to keep that streak alive this season. Uh, it's great that I'll be back for one. They have, I believe, two other TNT games, but they're on the road. I think there's one in Ch- in Charlotte, uh, Charlotte on January 26th, and I think they have one in Brooklyn was the other one i think or something like that i can't remember what the other one was i'm looking at the schedule right now and like yes brooklyn february 9th so the week before they play on tnt as well that bucks game in brooklyn uh obviously we'll see what the nets look like at that point 
Um, but then they have, I think it's like seven ESPN games and a handful of NBA TV games. So I think it's like 14 overall when you include NBA TV. And I think it's 10 overall when you just include ESPN and TNT. They don't have as of right now any like ABC, ABC games. Their first national TV game is Friday, November 4th. That's against Boston on ESPN in Boston. Uh, if you remember, I believe they had, a, I think that was a national TV game or actually I, maybe it wasn't, but that huge comeback they had in Boston at the start of last year. Uh, maybe they'll have another game like that, but that'll be a actually, fun first Charlotte game right before that. They're playing Charlotte on ESPN, according to the schedule I have up on November 2nd. And then they Are... play Boston November 4th. Oh, well, this this printable schedule does not have that ESPN list there on the second, but whatever. Sure. Uh, either way, there you go. Beginning of November is the first national TV game. So, uh, like I said, they're like middle, I think, middle of the pack in national TV games, which isn't a surprise. Even, even as a big market, like they're still not like viewed as like a title contender team. So they're not going to be there with the Warriors. And obviously they're not the Lakers and LeBron. So, like, it'd be nice to have a more those TNT home games. But uh they got to they got to win more to deserve that, and like you said, it's going to be a tough season. So uh, let's let's go through the schedule then. Let's. I got, not, I got one not, more point. I got yeah, one, one more point. point. Go ahead. The NBA is doing rivalry week. This oh right, year, yes, January twenty yes. fourth through January eighth, and the Bulls are involved. They are playing their arch rival, the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Why would the Bulls be playing the Hornets on rivalry week? Well, it's because of the Lonzo Lamelo clash. So there's eleven games on rivalry week. Celtics heat. As soon as I see that, I'm like, shouldn't it be Celtics Lakers? Like this is already off to a poor start. Then it's Lakers Clippers. Every Lakers Clippers game is terrible. They're always (laughs) blowouts. The Clippers have won seven in a row coming into this year. I just researched this uh, for a story I wrote earlier today. So I'm not excited about that one. Then we got Nets Sixers. Uh, That should be totally insane. So that's a good one. Grizzlies Warriors. That's a Christmas game too, I believe. So that'll be solid. Then it's the ball bowl. Lonzo versus LaMelo. Bulls Hornets. We got Suns Mavs. Wolves Grizzlies. Uh, So the Grizzlies, you know, they're rivals with everyone. They got multiple games on rivalry. Raptors Warriors. We got the Jokic versus Embiid matchup. That's fun. Hopefully they both actually play this time uh, between the Nuggets and the Sixers. Nets, Knicks, Lakers, Celtics. Okay, so Lakers, Celtics is there at the end. Yeah, I'm just at the end. So, uh, why are the Hornets branded as the Bulls' rivals? It's only because of the Ball family. Literally, kind of goofy when you see it. Uh, I've never really had any feelings, positively or negatively, towards the Charlotte Hornets. Didn't the Hornets beat the Bulls? Like, I I feel like I remember B.J. Armstrong being on the Hornet. Was that the Hornets where like they beat the Bulls? I think to, at the start of a playoff series during the dynasty, and B.J. was like talking shit. That's about like the only I feel like animosity I have towards the Hornets franchise because other than that, I just like love their. I've always loved the teal jerseys and like the starter jacket or whatever it was, and like. And Lamelo Ball is cool as hell, but yeah, it's basically just a ball rivalry. I'm like, they couldn't do like Bulls Knicks or Bulls Heat, something like that. I guess not. They go with the ball thing. I mean, and hopefully, hopefully Lonzo is able to play in that game. Hopefully, those guys are both able to play because otherwise, like the game is just like a total, total whatever. <laughs> so hopefully, they're they're both uh, available for that game. All right, should we run through the schedule? Let's, yeah, let's do it. So I guess we should both keep track on our own end. How many wins we have them collecting, and then we'll count them up at the end of the podcast. That is probably the most exciting minute in cash considerations each year when we're tallying up our numbers on how many games the Bulls are going to win. 
don't be afraid to use that skip ahead button, listeners. But let's get into this, Jason. <laughs> opening night, bowls at heat. What do you get? What are you doing? Loss. I'm going to take a loss as well. I'll go to the next one. Uh, October 21st, two nights later at Washington. That's a W. I'll give them a win there. That's, that's me a time. I mean, the Wizards are going to be like, all right, but I'll give them a win there. Now back to back. October 22nd, the next night, you're going from D.C. to home to play Cleveland. That's tough. Early season back-to-back. Don't know what Lonzo's status is going to be. I'm pretty high on the Cavs. I'm saying that's an out. Yeah, like in general, like the Bulls played pretty well against the Cavs last year. I just don't love the back-to-back part of that. Um, yeah, with the Lonzo question mark right now, I have to also say L. If Lonzo was playing, I'd feel a little better about it, but. October 24th, another home game against the Celtics. I'm going to take an L on that one. Oh, I kind of want to give them a win here. Uh, Obviously, I don't think they're better than the Celtics, but I'll give them an early season win, just assuming that the Celtics are dicking around at the start of the year. October 26th at home against the Pacers. That's a dub. I'll give them a dub as well. October 28th. At San Antonio, that's a dub. San Antonio, them a, yeah, I'll give them a win. Here. We got a, we got a nice little. I got a nice little five and two start. I'm on the way to fifty wins again. Good lord! I yeah okay. And then next night, Philadelphia. No, so that's back to back. L. That's tough, dude. Going from Texas to Chicago, yeah. playing the Sixers. They're going to be one of the best teams. In the Never beaten Embiid. Yeah, that's a, that's an L for Embiid, me. Of course, that's an L. Okay. Tuesday, November 1st, at Brooklyn, will Kevin Durant be on the nets for this game? I'm saying that's a W for the Bulls, whether Durant plays or not. Oh, man. Uh, Let me see this at Brooklyn. Basically, looking at these two games, I think they'll they'll split them. Do I want to give them? I'm going to say an L on this one and then a win at home against Charlotte in the next one. So you're going win against Charlotte. I'm going to go L against Charlotte. And then the okay. next game is at Boston, Friday, November 4th, on the road. That'll be I'm going to give them a win on this. All one. right. This is going to be an upset victory. All right. So I can't have him beating Boston twice to start the year. So if I'm going to give him an L, a W in the other one, I got to give him an L here. Okay, now we got a back-to-back against Toronto. November 6th at Toronto, November 7th at home. Uh, I'll just go split. I'll I'll have them splitting those. I'm going to say split too. We're so boring. Okay. November 9th, home against the Pelicans. I'm going to say that's an L. I'll give them a win. All right. November 13th, home against Denver. The Bulls get some rest. Huge rest advantage game Tough to play Jokic. i think denver is going to be an elite team but i'm going to give the bulls the w so am i just i, I like the rest advantage there uh hopefully come out and ro- rocking in that game november 16th at new orleans i'm saying w i'll take an l on that one okay then november 18th home against the magic easy dub i won't say it's going to be easy but i'll give them a win uh, home November 21st against Boston. I'm going to go with another dub for a little four game winning streak here, man. That's so much Boston early in the season. Uh, ugh. I don't know if I can give them that. 
I'm going to go with an L on this one, too. Next game, November 23rd at Milwaukee. That's an L. Loss. November 25th at Oklahoma City. That's a dub. Win. So this is part of a one, two, three, four, five, six game road trip for the Bulls. Very reminiscent of the old circus trip, uh, which they're not doing anymore. They haven't done that for a while, but. Uh, v- very similar in terms of like the placement in the NBA calendar and like the length of it. Okay. So after the bulls travel to Oklahoma city, they got Utah win Will Utah have Donovan Mitchell. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Bulls are winning that game either way. Then November 30th at Phoenix loss loss December 2nd at golden state loss. loss. December 4th at Sacramento. I'm actually going to say loss here, even though. Yeah. Is that the end of the trip? That's the end of the trip. Yep. Loss. Okay. I never a long road trip on the West Coast. I feel like it's often a disaster. So. Fortunately, the Wizards at home are the best medicine for coming off a long road trip. And I think the Bulls win that game on Wednesday, December 7th, Washington at home. Yes, sir. Then they got Dallas Saturday the 10th of December. Uh, I'm probably going to say loss. I'm going to give them a win in that game. Nice Saturday night home game at the UC. People are going to be lathered up. Uh, Give me a good crowd. I think for that game, I'll give them a win there. Sunday, Atlanta at Atlanta. Uh, uh, I'm going to say loss. I'm going loss with second of a back-to-back. And that's like a weird five thirty start to on that second of a back-to-back. So even a little earlier, that's kind of a tough travel travel game all right now you got two games in a row against the knicks both at home on the 14th and the 16th tom tribito treats every regular season game like it's game seven of the playoffs you know what it doesn't matter i'm giving the bulls twin w's in those games on december 14th and 16th yeah i am too okay then it's at minnesota december 18th i'm gonna give the bulls w on that one too i'm gonna take a loss there Okay, now we got December 20th and 21st, a back-to-back at Miami, at Atlanta. I'm taking two L's. Yeah, so am I. All right, next Friday, December 23rd, at the Knicks. I'm going to say an L here since I got them beating them both times earlier. Fuck it, I'm going to have them beating them. They do for a win. They're going to beat the Knicks again. Maybe I'll take them losing probably next time they're in New York. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
Twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. Next game is versus Houston on December 26th. Didn't the Bulls lose a game to the Rockets last year, like around this part of the schedule? When I the believe Rockets they did. The team ever. I believe so. Uh, that is not going to happen again. I agree. I agree. Win. Even though I'm sure Tari Eason will do something awesome. And I'm not going to say that the Rockets landed him one pick ahead of the Bulls. All right. Uh, Wednesday, December 28th against Milwaukee. I just do not believe the Bulls can beat Milwaukee. That's an L. Yeah. L. Okay. And then Friday, December 30th versus Detroit. I'm saying W. Same. Then you got a back-to-back against Cleveland, a New Year's Eve back-to-back. That's just so rough. But on the road, the Bulls veteran team, I think they'll be dialed in. That one's that's home. So that's a home game. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give them a win. New Year's Eve win. Why not? Win for sure. Uh, and then January 2nd, they play the Cavs again. I'll give them a, I'll say a loss on that one. I'm going to say a win on that one, too. All right. Why not? Brooklyn. Home, home. win. Love it. That's on January 4th. Okay, now Friday, January 6th at Sixers. Loss. I'm going to say loss as well. The best medicine for that, a back-to-back against Utah at home the next night. Utah is horrible. They are not trying to win basketball games this year. That's a W. Uh, Then Monday, January 9th at Boston. I'm saying an ally. I already got two against the Celtics. Yeah, that's going to be a loss, I think, too. Okay, then Wednesday, January 11th at Wizards. I'm going to give them a loss on that one. Yeah, I am too. I think that's kind of like a funky game. Uh, the Wizards are a decent team. Probably worse than the Bulls, but like not that much worse. I was also going to say all on that one. Oklahoma City, Where? Friday, January 13th. That's a W. And then the dreaded Warriors <laughs> matchup. It's a 2-30 game on January 15th. Uh, I'm just taking the L. I, I just can't say the. I mean, after watching the Bulls play the Warriors last year, I just can't in good faith say the Bulls will have any chance. So they got smoked both times. January 19th versus Detroit. That's a dub. Yeah, and that's like I said, that's the Paris game. Then they fly home for Atlanta at home. Uh, I'm going to say that's a loss coming off Paris. I'm going to give them a win this one because I think I had them losing the other two Hawks games. I don't think the Hawks had that much, but I'll give them a win there. I was thinking, though, maybe a loss, though, in that next Pacers game. On there. The Pacers aren't going to be very good, but uh, with that trip, coming back, playing a game, and then playing another one, uh, I'll give them a loss in that Pacers game. I'm also game. saying loss. Yeah, I'm also saying loss. Okay, so then January 26th, a couple days later, at Charlotte, I'm going to say that's a win. I'm just like not impressed by Charlotte. The Bulls played really well against Charlotte last year. 
28th against Orlando W. Yep. 31st Clippers coming to the UC. I think the Clippers are going to be awesome, but like, you know, are they going to be fully healthy? Uh, what is Kawhi's status going to look like coming off the ACL? I'm going to give him a win over the Clippers. Ooh, that's that's big. I'm going to take a loss there, but uh, I like I, I like that. February second versus Charlotte. Give him uh, another win there. Yeah. February fourth against Portland. I'm saying that's a dub. Same. February sixth against San Antonio. I'm saying that's a dub. Same. Oh, I got a six-game winning streak rolling right now. Jonathan. Oh, hello. Clippers win. I think that's going to end in Memphis, though. I guess I would guess the next night. Absolutely. <laughs> Tuesday, February 7th at Memphis. That's an L. Uh, February 9th at Brooklyn. I'm going to say that's an L. Mm, yeah. So February eleventh. Actually, I'm changing that to a W because I don't think KD is going to be on the team. That's true. Is that is that after the deadline? That's like right up against the deadline. Just by the deadline, yeah. All right, I'm going to give him a win in that game and then a loss in Cleveland. Yeah, a loss in Cleveland, February 11th. Okay, February 13th versus the Magic. I feel like the Bulls are going to lose a game to the Magic, and it's going to be really mad, but they probably won't lose at home, so I'll give them a W there. Yeah, I'll give them a win there, too. At Pacers, February 15th. That's a dub. Give them a win. And then your final game of the first half, Milwaukee, Thursday, February 16th, a TNT game. I predict the Bulls will lose that game by like 30. I'm giving the TNT Bulls a chance, and I'm going to give them a win only because it's the TNT Bulls game, even though they probably will lose by a lot because that's what the Bucks have done to them. Uh, you got to stay on brand, Jason. I, I, do. I have to. Half. February 24th versus Brooklyn, a home game. I'm saying that's a W. So am I. That nice old winning streak. 26th against Washington. W. Win. 28th at Toronto. Loss. uh, March 1st at Detroit. I'm going to say that's a loss, and we're going to be mad about it. Yeah. IV should just be coming into his own. Cade will be like, you know, really verging on top 25 player at that point. I'm going to say that's an L. All right, then Friday, March 3rd versus Phoenix. I'm saying that's an L. It's a home game. Though. I'm going to give him the pay, the Pistons game just for it, but I'm definitely I'm going to say L on that's that Suns game. I do I I do kind of agree on the Pistons that the Pistons will probably Pistons and Magic will probably beat them once each. I just I'm not I'm not confident enough or to say which one, so I'm just going to say they're going to win all of them. March fifth, Pacers. I'm going to say a W win at Denver. March eighth loss loss at Houston. March eleventh win. When uh, then March 15th, nice little rest for them. Yep. Sacramento win. Uh, then March 17th, Minnesota. I'm going to say win. I'm going to give them a win there too. And then next night, Miami loss. Loss. Yeah. It's going to be tough to win that one. Okay. Now two games in a row against Philly first on the road. And then loss. at home, I'm going to say loss, loss. Do I got? I want to give them at least. They got it in beat and beat at least one point here. Um, I'm going to be generous and give them a win in the second one. Friday, March 24th against Portland. That's a W. Going to give them a loss on that one. Just road tough. I know they beat them. La- they beat them last year. They that was that last year. They had the huge comeback. I don't know. I'm giving them a loss there. March 26th against the Lakers. That's a win. Come on. <laughs> uh. I'm not going to say they're going to beat the Lakers twice in three days. I think they're going to lose both those. 
they'll lose at least one of those Lakers games, and I think they're going to lose that road Clippers. So I'll give them one and two in that three-game L.A. stretch. Yeah, so I'm going to go loss against the Clippers and then another win against the Lakers. Now, at Charlotte, March 31st, uh, I'll probably give them a loss. Yeah, they're probably not going to sweep Charlotte. I think I haven't beaten them in all the other games. I think a loss makes – that probably makes sense there. Okay, and then home against Memphis, April 2nd. I'm going to say loss. I'm going to say a loss. They just did not – I feel like they just don't play. That's not a good matchup for them at all. Uh, home against Atlanta, April fourth. That's a loss. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a win there. Loss Milwaukee the next night, obviously. So this is to end the season. Loss at Milwaukee. Then you're at Dallas. I'm just the end of the win. season. Obviously, the end of the season could be weird depending on who's clinched stuff uh, and if guys are resting. But just based on the rosters, I gotta say they're gonna lose in Dallas. And then I'm gonna say win to end the year against Detroit. Yeah. All right, time to count them up. All right, let's do it. I feel like I wasn't quite as optimistic this year. That's just how I feel generally about the team. So looks like I have them at 44 with this. I also have them at 44. Man, we are so boring. (laughs) 44 for each of us. I'm surprised because we weren't totally agreeing on everything, but one, two, three. Yep. Double count. I, 44 and 38. That is what ESPN has them at. That is right basically at the Vegas lines right now. Uh, that is super boring. That's what they would have won last year if DeMar didn't hit two ridiculous threes. Super boring. I still think they I think they can kind of get higher. Not too much higher. Like I, I mean, there are there are scenarios, and we've talked about it, where this team could make a jump if they stay healthy, if the young guys take a leap, Patrick Williams takes a leap, if Io takes a leap, stuff like that. Uh, they can absolutely be better than 44 and 30. Like I've, if they only win 44 games this year, like, I mean, would you consider that a disappointment after winning 46 last year? I mean, probably, but the way we've been talking, like after the soft season and like just the way everyone thinks it's like, it's like a reasonable spot to have them. So like, like what I, like I'm my bet with my friend, Chris, I think, I think I was going to set the line at like 44 and a half. And I was going to go over. We've been doing this bet for like four or five years now, and I usually go over. And I don't think I've, I had won until since lately until this past season when they barely won and they got 46. So like around, I mean, around 45, 46, I think makes sense. Other teams took a step forward. We don't know about Lonzo. Uh, the Bulls didn't really do that much to add. You hope Zach stays healthy. So like around in the mid forties, I think just makes sense. And like, we did have some differences in terms of which games they were going to win. So it's not like we were totally, it just ended up evening out that way. Like I said, I have them beating Philly in one of these games. I had them have them winning this bucks game. And they like, haven't beaten the bucks or the Sixers in meaningful games like ever in the last few years. And like we got a few other like good wins on there, but uh, I mean, just, I mean, especially with all these back-to-backs, like some of these games, I picked them as losses just because of like the back-to-back stuff. Like, and I'd feel better if they didn't lead the league in back-to-backs and the, the end of the season schedule is really tough. And they just have some, some really tough games in terms of that kind of stuff. So that does not help either. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see, but I mean, there you have it. 44 wins for both of us. Hopefully they win more. Cause I mean, 44 and 38 probably puts them seven, eight, I doubt it would be enough to get them out of the playing tournament. We don't really want to be in the playing tournament. So I guess we'll see. Uh, 
Any other final takes here? We can probably wrap it up here. This is the main thing we want to do is go do the schedule count through again. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up. All right. So, yep, there you go. Schedule is finally here today. Finally released after, like you said, Ricky, the drip, drip, drip. We had some real goofy, like, schedule leaks leading up to this, and it was was just goofy, like I said. Uh, The Bulls Twitter account, like, Benny was doing some fun trolling uh, in, like, the minutes and hours before leading up to it. But, like, I I think it was, like, really funny when we got, like, the the Paolo – DeJounte Murray, like whatever, like beef game, like leaked like a couple days ago. I was like, what are we doing here? Let's just get the schedule out. But uh, so, yeah, yeah, there you have it. Bull schedule is here. NBA schedule is here. We're still obviously about a month or so out from month plus out from training camp. So we go back to uh, the doldrums of NBA August where the Kevin Durant stuff, not much is happening. Donovan Mitchell, apparently the Knicks and the Jazz talked again, but nothing actually happened there. So that's still kind of dead. So uh schedule obviously release obviously helps during the this time of the year to give us a little excitement and uh so it's kind of fun to see that out but and watch the sky wmba playoffs yes. starting start tonight. tonight we're recording this on a wednesday the new game york liberty in two hours against the new york liberty scary first round match Sabrina. I stick to the sky the sky got on the correct side of the playoff bracket uh for them Basically, you got Seattle, D.C., and Vegas all on the other side of the bracket. So this guy is only going to have to go through one of those teams to win the title. That would be in the finals. Uh, They are on the same side of the bracket as the Connecticut Sun, the team they beat in the semifinals last year. It was a big upset. The Sun were favored to win the championship last year. Sky came in, whooped them, took home the title. Now they're trying to go back-to-back for the first time in 20 years. No one's done it since Lisa Leslie's Los Angeles Sparks in 2001 and 2002. I believe the Sky are going to win the title. And I wrote, or I'm sorry, I recorded a podcast with Kevin Farragan, the Dennis Podman podcast, Sky Playoff Preview. Check that out. We talked about the Sky for over an hour. One thing I'll say, though, this Liberty matchup is going to be really tricky the liberty or the chaos team of the wmba very high highs very low lows the liberty could beat themselves in both of these games and the sky could easily advance but what's a little worrisome to me jason the first two games of the series of the best of three are at home for chicago is the higher seed a potential game three is on the road and that's because of travel issues in the wmba it's been one of the biggest storylines in the league forever uh so it's going to be tough uh, the Liberty have a young superstar in Sabrina Inesco, who is basically, you know, former number one overall pick, triple double machine. Uh, she's outstanding. You got Maureen Johannes, who's a flamethrower and a dime dropper. They got Stephanie Dolson, who was a big part of the Sky's front court rotation last season. So I'm a little worried about this Liberty first round matchup. I'm going to be honest. But if they get past the Libs, I think we're winning it all. Running nice. it back two in a row. Let's do it. Go sky. Like I said, tonight, like I said, the, as, we're, as we're recording right now, it's like 5 p.m. Central time wrapping this up. The sky play at what, seven, six or seven tonight uh, to get this thing rolling here. So title defense starting up tonight uh, and all that good stuff. So yeah, watch the sky. Hopefully that they can, they can do it. But other than that, uh, we'll probably be back sometime next week. Like I said, we're going to try to get a guest to talk about our new pickups this year for uh, a Nets blogger or something and we'll talk about Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond at some point here coming up in the future um, besides that we'll see if there's any other Bulls news like I said otherwise it's, the, it's time for the Sky playoff run because the NBA is and the NBA is basically dead right now so that'll do it for us here at Cash Considerations Ishikai Bulls podcast as always shout out to the Blue, Blue Wire Network 
if you love what we're doing here at Cash, there's tons of other great pods all across the network. Uh, for us, you can please rate and review us. Give us those five-star ratings. That helps us out. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all those good places. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore J. Follow Ricky at SBN underscore Ricky. Please hit us up. Uh, questions, comments, concerns. Obviously, maybe we'll do a mailbag episode sometime soon here as well. Uh, but that'll do it for us here at Cash Considerations, H. Hybels Podcast. We will talk to you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.